What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 124 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host, Andy Carasquillo. And I'm Chris Sampson. And we are the only two not in the ghost dimension this week. It's really weird. I swear, I don't think all of us have been together in like two months. It's It's been that bad. Uh, like Stan and I did like the last two episodes solo, and then Ryan's been gone, and then you've been gone, and, and now uh, Stan's gone, he's in Vegas. <laughs> um, Ryan is uh-huh. having the worst trouble ever, because she's... Oh god, she she ordered a laptop three weeks ago, and someone keeps stealing it, and it's just bad news bears. Uh, crazy. And then, um, the past two weeks, I haven't been home on Sundays, and then this week, um, I'm also going on vacation, so me and Chris decided to record today. Yeah, we're recording this on a Thursday, so we don't like it when we miss an episode or miss a week, so this is all for you guys, so even though it's all just the two of us, we still have a great episode. Oh yeah, always. Alright, let's kick this into gear uh, with some news coming up on that news bus. It's actually pretty recent news, it was only announced about six hours ago, but uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie confirmed. Yeah, it's in our, development. I'm guessing that's going to come after episode 9? Oh no, that, that'll that probably be the one to come after episode 8. This is going to be uh, Lucasfilm's third standalone anthology, mo- anthology movie, so this is following the Han Solo movie. I guess that Boba Fett solo movie is still up in the air. Have you heard any news about that, by the way? No, I haven't heard shit about that since, like, God knows when. Yeah, it says that this movie is to debut in 2020 after episode 9. So, about three years away. Is it just me, or does it sound, like, really early to announce it? I feel like that's what Disney does, though, because, like, Toy Story, they announced a new Toy Story movie. That's not coming out for another two years. They announced the, um... The new Incredibles movie, which also isn't coming out for a while. Disney likes to, like, announce movies really early. Yeah, now that I think of it, uh, with the Marvel movies, you know, they have... I think they released a schedule of movies. For, like, the uh, whole... Like, for, like, five years. Yeah. Alright. Well, I mean, I, I guess building that early hype, you know. Uh, I guess it's never too early to do that. Yeah, the hype train's always there. Always running. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, Andy, big question. Do you think uh, Ewan McGregor is going to reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi? <sighs> That's an interesting question. I feel like he's not too old. The problem is, this is probably going to be a young Obi-Wan. I mean, I, there's, I think there's two ways you could do it. One, you could do like the young Obi-Wan, so when he's... well. I mean, in Phantom Menace, he was still a Padawan under Qui-Gon, technically. I know, I think something more interesting, would, and I think uh, if Stan were here, he would agree, or maybe uh, Stan's a really big fan of these Obi-Wan one-shot comics, where it takes place in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, where it's middle-aged Obi-Wan hanging out in the desert, punching like Tuscan Raiders and being a badass. I think there was like there's like two one shots. I feel like there's a third one coming out. Um 
Uh, Stan's a huge fan of these comics, so maybe when he comes back on next week, we can um, have him elaborate. But I would love to see what Obi-Wan's up to on Tatooine in that span of time. So is he training to use the Force uh, or that ascended? uh, What's it called? You know, training so he, he actually becomes like a Force ghost later on. Or maybe he's being a vigilante on Tatooine, or someone finds <laughs> out. Some maybe some like rogue agent or what? Or agent. What if on Tatooine he becomes Batman? He probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he has like these little little like lightsaber things, and then he presses it, and like lightsaber light blades comes out, and like they look like a bat, and he's just like. Chucks it oh, so he's like, damn, he's more of a murderous Batman. I guess you know, so. <laughs> like murder people with, with lightsaber batarangs. Obi Wan is like Frank Miller, Dark Knight Returns Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he he murders a bunch of droids and makes a a Dark Knight Returns bat suit oh, out of it, and that's that's his whole thing. He's not um like. I guess Anakin would be his Joker. So when he interrogates people, where's Anakin? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Wait, so wait, so if Anakin, or I'm sorry, if Obi Wan is Batman, who is his Superman? Ooh, shit! I don't know. I mean, he's. I mean, by the time Obi Wan's a Tatooine, he's a, he's a hermit. I guess uh, Yoda. That's a long distance relationship. I mean, I, do. I mean, I guess they can talk to each other, so to speak, through the Force. R two D two. I mean, they can they can fucking travel to like each other's planets, so it's kind of like like um Superman flying to like Gotham to like meet up with Batman for a little like chilling action. Oh my god! Can you imagine an Obi Wan Yoda World's Finest movie? <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 I don't know. Maybe they take on Vader. Oh, actually, no. That would that would that would ruin the entire canon. No, I don't know. Maybe they take on some imperial general or admiral or something like that. Like Grievous two point <laughs> Yes, Grievous two point He has eight <laughs> arms. <laughs> oh, oh man. I, I yes, I need this in my life right now. And then you get the other spinoff. It's gonna be Obi Wan versus Yoda. Yes, yes. And then, and then they become friends again because you find out that Yoda's <laughs> Yoda's mom's name. They, they're, they're both their mom's names are Martha. <laughs> the so question is, can it. we do a Suicide Squad canon in in the Star Wars universe? Oh hell yeah! You, uh, you know what? You know what? Okay, here here's the pitch. Obi Obi Wan and Yoda are like telepathically forced talking to each other, and then I don't know, maybe Han Solo or or someone someone on the Rebels. They pick up a transmission. They find out that Mace Windu is alive, and he's 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 uh, he's taken prisoner. He's been shut away by the Empire, and they find out where he is. So they're gonna build together a ragtag team, and they're gonna go in and save. Mace Windu, boom, and he's now he's back in canon, and then, and then uh, at the end, like 
Uh, he, he you give him a robotic arm, and then it, and then it, the arm, it's like Doomfist arm, and instead, and then he, he like, he like fires stuff from his knuckles. He fires lightsabers from his knuckles. How awesome would that be? What's with you on projectile lightsabers? I don't know. I just, I just, I mean, it's, it's just so cool. I have a question. Because in the Star Wars universe, every gun is a pew-pew gun. So does this one pew-pew also? Yes. Pew-pew, <laughs> pew-pew. <laughs> you know, and I, I just want Mace Windu to have a rocket fist. Because how awesome would that be? <laughs> Mace Windu, like Doomfist, is going to charge his rocket punch. <laughs> oh, I want this movie right now. Okay, so who's who's in the squad besides uh, Yoda and Obi Wan? Huh. Uh, well, depending sh- on when when we're putting this story, uh, I guess Luke. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh wait. Oh, so, well, oh, I guess we have to establish so the timeline. Typically six. Right. Okay. Yeah, like five or six. So is this taking place like, like after New Hope or before? Well, we'll say that this happens, like, uh, during New Hope. So during New Hope. Okay. It's like, it's like a sub-story we never heard of. So, so, okay, I got it. So when Obi-Wan gets struck down by Vader, he actually, like, he, uh, his, maybe he, like, teleports, or maybe he's a, for- maybe, maybe Obi-Wan is a Force Ghost on this Suicide Squad mission, and... And then he just is, as, since he doesn't have a body and he's one with the force, he can technically like travel everywhere throughout the universe via the force. So he hooks up with Yoda on Dagobah, and then Yoda and Obi Wan can I don't know peace out, and then they find the other members. I like this. Oh, oh, just for shits and giggles, Grievous three and the reason we don't see him in the rest of A New Hope is he's the one member to die on the mission. <laughs> Grievous 3.0 is the, is the Slipknot <laughs> of this universe. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Does, does this Grievous have 16 arms? Because I, I really want him to have 16 arms. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to say he's, he's back down to four arms. Oh, that's lame. Like, this time he could semi, he could like semi use the force. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, he could shoot out lightning, uh, and I guess, like, force push. Grievous 3.0 is definitely the most broken of the Grievous. Excellent, excellent. But he dies. It, so. It's basically Perfect Cell <laughs> Grievous. <laughs> oh my god, what if Grievous can poop out Grievous Juniors from his back? How awesome would that be? Oh my god. <laughs> How did we go from uh, from Star Wars to to the DC Universe to Dragon Ball Z? Let's be honest, Disney's gonna own everything one day. I I mean, one day Disney will buy out uh, Funimation or Viz Media. You know, it's it's all gonna be one mega corporation. So might as well facilitate. Actually, that didn't uh, I'm pretty sure Sony. Sony got bought out by Funimation, I think. Uh, Sony, uh, Sony is acquiring, or it's Sony's trying to acquire a controlling stake of Funimation. 
Which, a lot of people had mixed opinions about it, but I think one good thing to come out of it, I think with Sony PlayStation, Funimation's gonna be a bundled or included service from, from whenever that launch is official, uh, which I think is pretty cool. I'm trying to remember. Th- oh god, I'm not against it. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, I think with with the backing of Sony, I think Funimation will have more financial capability and resources to do more novel things. Like, like, like if Sony's backing them, that might mean more resources and monies to license even more films um, to into, into theaters. Good more. live action movies. Yeah. Does wait? Does Funimation? produce any of its own like original animation because i know they license and they 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 localize a lot of anime but i don't know if they actually like have their own uh original anime i i think it's like toei animation that does most of their animes okay um i'm not not entirely sure okay but i think Uh, toei has a big part of it I think it's interesting development. I think it's still early to tell because I, I, I don't. I th- at this time, I know Sony's still trying to acquire them, but I don't think it's completely in the bag yet. But um, I guess we'll. Yeah, I guess we we will just have to see when it uh, actually uh, develops. Um, so that was a really long tangent, <laughs> <laughs> but. Since uh, since the Obi Wan movie announcement was so recent, there's not a lot of other context or extra information, and it's still really early on. But uh, we'll we'll see. Um, actually, I'm surprised this wasn't announced like during D23. But I don't know how long this was in development. I don't know if this happened, you know, lo- like this month. We'll definitely um keep an eye on this, and we'll update you guys as soon as we hear anything new. Oh yeah, for sure. And we'll get Stan's thoughts on this too. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right, well, let's uh let's start moving forward here. That's basically it for the news. Really light this week. But uh, Chris, you want to go into your topic, the Adventure Zone? Hell yeah! So as we're recording this, uh, this is uh, Thursday, August seventeenth, episode sixty nine, the finale of the adventure zone uh just dropped um i haven't listened to it yet um it's this epic uh two hour 45 minute conclusion to this really really fantastic dustin and dragons podcast that started it started oh uh, wow it started august 18th 2014 uh so almost exactly three years ago so that's really crazy the Adventure Zone is a bi-weekly Dungeons & Dragons podcast. It's hosted by the McElroy brothers. Uh, so you, you have Justin and Griffin McElroy, um, which uh, they're really well known to being producers and uh, content creators on Polygon, as well as YouTube and a, a whole bunch of other podcasts, and their brother Travis, and their father Clint McElroy. So, this podcast started as a bit of a joke. Um, so it was a spinoff podcast from their other really, really popular comedy podcast called My Brother, My Brother and Me. It was first released on August 18th, 2014, shortly after Justin and his wife uh, had a baby. 
So while Justin was on paternity leave, uh, the brothers and their father played a game of Dust of the Dragons. Uh, Griffin McElroy, he was the DM, and the other three all played characters. Travis McElroy played a character named Magnus Burnside. He's a human fighter slash rogue. Clint McElroy, their their dad, played a character named Merle Highchurch. He's a dwarven cleric. And Justin played a character named Taco Taco, um, <laughs> uh, who's an elven wizard. And his his name was literally started as a joke where his entire uh, focus uh, on his on this quest, on this campaign, was to discover uh, tacos for the first time in this fantasy world. Um, <laughs> so the beginning of this podcast, uh, it was based on uh, Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. It was first ba- based on the the basic set adventure or campaign, The Lost Mine of Fendelver. Um, but it quickly diverged and it quickly developed its own flavor, its own plot after Griffin and the rest of uh, the family uh, really got comfortable with D&D and made it their own. This show, like, it took on an incredible life of its own. Um, and I don't think... I don't think the McElroy brothers and their dad would realized how insanely popular it would be- become. But Griffin McElroy, he's the DM, and after he got used to the rules and started playing around with the sets and the story, it becomes this equally hilarious but equally moving and uh, heartfelt and incredibly epic story it just really took on a life of its own it's incredibly well written all, all the pl- all the players all the McElroys, they really really get into the characters and they create such amazing emotional depth and characterization griffin McElroy, he, he just he, he creates these campaign stories and hooks where like no campaign arc is the same as any other, and it also creates this mind bo- mind blowing, overreaching arc that just develops organically and naturally. And by the end of the, or of the of the of the entire campaign, which is called the balance arc, especially within like the the seventh and eighth arcs, he just creates like these crazy. Over overarching like plot reveals and twists and and just it 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 literally drives the entire fan to tears of how good this is written and the show is really amazing because they like Griffin McQuarrie puts a lot of production value into it so and you you see this progression this growth um not just with like the storytelling and the writing but he begins to experiment a lot with music. Um, he, he, he experiments a lot with, uh, gameplay mechanics. Like, one of the arcs, he basically creates his own gaming mechanic. Uh, it's a departure from 5th edition, uh, just to try it out. And it was really, really interesting how, uh, that worked out. And, you know, after three years, uh, we're at the end. Um, I've been following this podcast since, since day one. And it's been a really, really crazy emotional roller coaster and i'm really sad to see it end 
I mean, the podcast is gonna continue on, but it's gonna be a different arc. It's it might it's probably gonna be a different DM. Uh, they haven't confirmed whether or not, or oh, they haven't confirmed who will be the new DM or what kind of focus. They they do intermittent, I guess, Q and A episodes, and one thing that. Clint McElroy wanted to do he, he wanted to DM a superhero theme campaign which I think would be really awesome and really interesting but for now literally today um, earlier this morning the last episode dropped and I haven't listened to it yet uh, after we finish recording that's my first priority and I'm gonna be an emotional wreck cause uh, <laughs> this podcast just it just means so much to so many people especially for for fans and listeners who aren't necessarily Dungeons and Dragons players, because I think with the unique medium of a podcast, um, uh, I think more successfully than any other podcast, like it strikes a balance between being a role playing podcast and being a story or narrative podcast. It strikes a balance with the two, and I think it just how amazing the characters are, how diverse they are, how inclusive they are, and and just how wonderful the McElroy family is in general. It's garnered this massive, massive fa- uh, and diverse fan base um, that I don't really think you see a lot or see with necessarily other uh, role-playing or D&D podcasts. Like, when I was listening to some other D&D podcasts, to brace myself for the massive void the conclusion of Taz would bring. Like, I found that it's more about, like, the gameplay experience than the story, which I'm not, I'm not, uh, ragging on, uh, on gameplay. Like, it's, uh, D&D is very fun, but I felt like, more than anything with Taz, like, it emphasizes story a little bit more than the game, and because of that, I think it's a lot more accessible to players or, or accessible to non-players and 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 D and D players are just fans of tabletop RPGs. I think they they still can get a lot of it too. Um, and actually, I um, if, if Taz has a big influence on 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 us because um, um, I feel like I feel like our D and D pilot, which was uh, produced and published. Uh, way back in February, uh, a lot of it was due to Taz and how amazing, because I know Stan and I are really big fans of it. Andy, have you listened to Taz? Is it your first time um, hearing of it? I, I haven't, yeah. Uh, this is my first time hearing of it, but I definitely want to check it out. I mean, um, much like a video game, I prefer like heavy story-based mm-hmm. versus like gameplay. Um, so I can understand how you, how you can, like, like their version of, like, their podcast more than, like, a different D&D podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think what, what's a, what a good strength of it is, is, like, you know, some, I mean, I guess it, I guess it varies from person to person. I, for some Dozen and Dragons podcasts, uh, for example, Critical Role. Critical Role is like one of the most famous uh, um, Dungeons and Dragons series out there. It's it's uh, it, it started out as a uh, a YouTube slash Twitch uh, live show, but they they recently started to uh, upload all their episodes to podcast form. 
And that's been going on for years now. It's all one overarching branching story. A big claim to fame, the critical role is that all the DM and all the players are famous voice actors. So like Matt Mercer, the the voice of McCree, he's the DM for a critical role, and he, it's it's and it's, it has a it has a super uh, cult following. But I feel like with with Taz, it's a self contained arc. Uh, so it has a has a has a definite trajectory of beginning, middle, and end. And I feel I feel like that's very very satisfying. And I'm not to saying that like a cartoonist story arc that goes on and on is isn't as good or isn't uh, as fulfilling. But I think I think it's just a, it's a different type of narrative flavor. And going back to your point, Andy uh, Griffin, he's not a he. Uh, he's not exactly like a rules lawyer. Like he, he often like bends the rules uh to serve the nature of the story. Cause I mean, yeah, there there, Dozen of Dragons allows him to collaboratively create a story together. But at the same time, if there's gonna be like a particular rule or particular mechanic that he doesn't find interesting or or, or straight up boring. Griffin's gonna ignore it to um, to find ways to make things more exciting and more fun and more creative. And I really, I really dig that. That sounds really cool. I definitely want to check out this podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we'll probably link it in in our uh, show notes. Yeah, we definitely will. So, uh, since the finale just came out today, it's sixty nine episodes. The the episodes vary between like an hour an hour and a half during the finale the episodes are much longer and this final episode is almost three hours long uh there's a lot of content and the first arc uh it's called here there be gerblins uh so that's the first arc in that arc it's it's still the backery brothers trying to get a foot uh over the rules and how to play and them getting comfortable um, so for some, it might be a little bit of a rough listen, um, but once you get to, uh, the second arc, it re- it really starts to pick off, it really starts to, to move, and it's, it's just, it just goes uphill on and on from there, um, and it's really cool, like, Griffin takes some really, really awesome narrative inspirations to inspire each arc like the third arc called Pedalston Metal was inspired after Griffin was watching Fast Five <laughs> and it's so good it's like Pedalston Metal is like one of my favorite arcs uh, and the arc after that uh, the Crystal Kingdom it was inspired while Griffin was watching Alien so um, he makes them their own and like each arc feels completely different um, and it feels like, there's like it feels like a brand new experience, and um, oh, it's just so good. I cannot, I, I cannot stop talking about Taz. It's just, it's so amazing, and and that was the uh, that to be honest, that was pretty much one of the biggest reasons why we all wanted to start up D and D. So it's been a while, and and you know we were uh, playing it in February with Kevin Kevin Doherty, our DM. Hopefully, we can start that up again soon. Uh, we owe a lot. We owe a lot to Taz. Um, so, so Andy, get to listening. And I know it might take you a while, or maybe you binge listen to it in like a week. If you do, uh, props. Um, 
But I really, I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on Taz. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out. It sounds really interesting and pretty cool. And um, and if you listen to the finale, uh, or if uh, if you're new to Taz, or you you just want to you know say something about D and D or Taz, uh, shoot us a message, send us an email, tweet at us, and we'd be more than happy to to, uh, to talk about it. Like I. I know when I finish listening to the finale, I need to talk to everyone who's listening about it because I'm just going to be a, a wreck because it's <laughs> like the end of an era. I mean, it's, Taz is not going to be gone for good. They're going to, after this finale, they're going to post like two or three uh, recordings of the live shows and then another Q&A session where they'll talk about like the finale and what's the future of the show. And afterwards, it's uncharted territory. So, um, so Taz is gonna. I guess we'll see. We'll, okay, we'll see. Um, <laughs> so go listen to Adventure Zone. It's amazing. It'll change your life. Uh, and that's it. Definitely gonna check that out for sure. Hell yeah! And if you guys want to check it out, it'll be in the show notes. All right. So on to comic book polls. Hell's yeah! All right. So my comic book poll for the week, which I forgot was out already uh apparently peter parker spectacular spider-man number three is out um i missed the first two but i'm definitely gonna pick up all three i'm gonna binge read them nice for sure very cool i need a new spidey book like i don't know i feel like amazing spider-man was getting stale really yeah what's what what are they doing right now, or what current art? I, I honestly, I dropped it oh, completely. Really? Yeah. Uh, are you not interested in Edge of Veniverse? Because that's going on still at the moment. I don't know. I think I'm going to pick up the trade for Edge of Venomverse. Okay. If they do, like, a full-on Venomverse thing, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll read that. Aren't they doing a Scarlet Spider run at the moment, or am I making that up? Are they? I'm not sure. They were doing Scarlet Spider for a while. Uh, not sure. Give me a second. Scarlet. Oh yeah, Ben Raleigh, the Scarlet Spider number six comes out. Right. Yeah. Right. That was that was the book where he like saved a girl from being mugged and then told her that she had to pay him fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um and. Um, I guess the Scarlet Spider is fighting Kane, who's also... Wait, is Kane, like, also a Scarlet Spider? Or... Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Clones are confusing. Oh, the Clone Saga. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the, the Clone Saga was actually my first introduction to, to Spider-Man, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, I think... I mean, I guess... I I mean, I, I enjoyed it. You know, the Scarlet Spider was such a cool design and I thought Kane was really badass. Um and I get you know, and when I, I was I when I, I was really young when I was reading it, so I didn't know it was supposed or I w- it was supposed to hate it, but I don't know. I maybe. If 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 if, if you hate me I didn't for liking know I the was supposed to hate it. I mean app- apparently the clone saga, like both of them are like universally like reviled and it's like uh, these are great books. Like I don't know what you're talking about. So I mean, that's like your first introduction to Spider-Man movies being Spider-Man 3, and you were like, oh, it was actually okay. Like, 
I'm not going to hate you for thinking it's okay. That was your first introduction to it. Yeah, you never I mean, I'm pretty sure time. if you go back into Clone Saga now and you read it knowing what you know, you'll be like, this is a piece of shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yo, but at the time, I remember one of the issues where Mary Jane starts freaking out at Peter because her child was like miscarried and then and then and then Kane shows out of nowhere like kidnaps her and 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 oh and then um and then Ben Riley or Peter Parker gets arrested for murder and then and oh and and then Aunt May dies it's like that's crazy yeah Clone Saga is uh kind of all over the place and then it kind of like all reboots itself at the end of it. <laughs> it's just like uh okay Thanks. It's all, I mean, it's comics. It reboots, revamps, retcons. All, all, they, they all game. Always, always. But yeah, what if you, if you have any thoughts about the the Clone Saga? <laughs> <laughs> please tweet us at at Super Nerd Pals and and please don't. And if you want to bash, if you want to bash Chris for hating Clone Saga, I no, no, I, I like I, lo- I I I enjoyed it. It was my first. It was my first Spidey. 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 <laughs> Uh, uh, is that is that it for your pulls? Yeah, that's it for my pulls. Cool. Uh, so for me, uh, Marvel's been continuing with the Generations ongoing imprint. Uh, so this past Wednesday they released the Logan and or the Wolverine and all new Wolverine team up. So it's Logan and Laura. So on August twenty third, the next one's coming out. It's called generations unworthy thor and mighty thor number one so unworthy thor is team up is teaming up with jane foster thor and i think that's amazing and for some reason the cover apocalypse is there so i guess they're facing <laughs> off against him so that's gonna be really interesting so here's a description of the issue uh her hammer his axe a worthy apocalypse when a battle goes south thor finds herself in ancient egypt Facing a young Odinson, um, a misguided party of Vikings has bitten off way more than they can spear. But when the Prince of Asgard answers their answers their their cries for help, he ends up in a fight. No axe alone can win, and Apocalypse is not one for mercy. Can a not yet worthy god and a time lost hero take on one of the most powerful mutants at the height of his empire? And what does their encounter mean for the future of two Thors? So it sounds like uh, this is. Pretty on early in Apocalypse days when he was like Ensobrner and ruling all of Egypt. That's the first mutant, and uh, Thor, uh, Jane Foster Thor goes back in time, and Odinson's <laughs> fighting him for some reason. And it sounds really awesome. So I'm, so I need to grab this. Maybe I'll check it out and see what it's about. Mm-hmm. Have um, you checked out any of the? I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with two Thors and Apocalypse. Yeah. Um. I wonder, are are they, do they each have their own Mjolnirs? Are they sharing a Mjolnir, or? I I think uh, Thor doesn't have possession of Mjolnir. Oh, that's right, he's, yeah. He's using the axe. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's holding his axe. My bad. I'm being stupid. Uh, he's, he's chilling. He's chilling. <laughs> cool. Um, See, now he, now he can really enjoy a beer with Loki and not give a shit. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I think there was um, I think there was a, oh yeah, and, oh you know what? 
that's what we should have done for news. I'm so sorry. There was a uh, a new Thor Ragnarok trailer released in Japan, and I think that has it had crazy amounts of Doctor Strange in it. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So that's. I need to check that out. So dope. So check it out. Hell um, yeah. Yep. And that's it for well, my polls. I guess that's it for polls. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Cool. So my topic. I've been addicted to a mobile game. This addiction started last Sunday. And uh it's is getting bad. <laughs> uh, my new <laughs> My new addiction is Dragon Ball Z Doken Battle. It is a free game for the Android and uh iPhone. And I started it while it's at its like there's an event going on for like reaching two million like people or whatever. Okay. And um this event's making it really easy to get, like, really broken characters, which are, like, extremely hard to get. Um, this event's also brought back a bunch of older event characters that you can't get anymore. So, I've just been playing a lot and, like, grinding and trying to get, like, some characters. So, I'm gonna go over my, uh, my list of characters right now. And is this, uh... All of Dragon Ball can or continuities, including Super or Oh yeah, it goes it goes from Dragon Ball to to Z to GT to Super. Nice. Anything Dragon Ball related, you think it it's in here. Including the movies? So, yes, including the movies. Nice. Uh one of the more broken characters is actually a Broly. <gasps> yes. Yeah. So so, uh, my character list. So my team is looking like Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Goku. So we got Super Saiyan Blue Goku, UR, which is like one of the higher rarities. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to like upgrade your character from SSR to that. Uh, I have Super Saiyan Two Gohan Young. So, but this is like I want to say the BoJack movie Gohan. Okay. Because I think the Bojack movie is where he's wearing Goku's outfit and not Piccolo's. Alright. I and prefer I prefer he's... Piccolo's outfit. That's just personal preference. So do I, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a picture, but it looks really badass. I have Goku uh I guess this is when he first uses the spirit bomb. Oh, so uh gosh. Um like Frieza saga. Okay, okay, yeah. I have Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. Oh, dude. That is so broken. Yeah, so the new event introduced, like, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, Super Saiyan 4 Goku, and Super Saiyan 4 uh, Vegeta. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my coins and buy a pack and hope I get Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. And I got him. That so is so really dope. I was really excited about that. Um, um, there's this arcade game called i think dragon ball heroes and it, it, it has a super saiyan 4 broly which is ridiculous what the fuck yeah that does not even sound necessary <laughs> yeah well, well, uh, i'm gonna send you a photo that's fucking crazy it's i hope it, that becomes in this game it's just so super good saiyan 4 broly um so the other characters on my team is uh bulma from dragon ball Nice. Super Saiyan 1 Gohan in Piccolo's outfit. 
and uh, Frieza full power, hundred percent. Nice. Oh, uh, so just uh, final form Frieza, not golden Frieza. Yeah, it's just final form Frieza. So like the Namek Saga Frieza. Nice. I'm trying to get gold Frieza. That's so good. Uh, like Resurrection F Frieza or Dragon Ball or um, what's it called? Universe Seven Tournament Arc. Golden Frieza, the the one that has been appearing in like the somewhat recent episodes. I mean, they haven't really showed much of Golden Frieza in this arc, but I did. However, uh, yesterday through events, I actually got uh, Frost. Oh, seriously? Yo. Yeah, and then I got Frost's second form with the like big head. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Chris just sent me a link. I'll put this. We'll put this in the show notes. That's a um, that's a screenshot, but I'm gonna send you um a short video uh with some uh, actual gameplay footage of SSJ for Broly in action, and it looks it looks so dope. Uh, I first right, I first so ha- I'm gonna make some comparisons here, mm-hmm. and you tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, but he looks like the Beast Titan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I could definitely see that. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't get that image yeah. out of my head now. <laughs> yeah, now I can't either. Fuck. Oh, that's awesome. Because he's so, like, brolic, so he looks way bigger than, like, Goku. And I mean, he just kinda looks Broly's like huge enough as it is. Like, I don't, I mean, it's... I, I feel like well, Bro- that's why. Well, now we know that's why Super Saiyan Four Broly's not a thing. Yeah, because when he turns Super Saiyan Four, he goes into Attack on Titan. This is true. <laughs> oh wait! Oh, uh, the Beast Titan is Broly's uh, Uzara form. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's so good. That. Um, that is terrible. It's so uh, it's so great. But yeah, I first found out about uh, SJ for Broly. It was from a fan made music video by uh, One OK Rock, which is a very popular uh, Japanese rock band, and they took a whole bunch of of anime cutscenes. And they spliced it together to this really badass anime uh, or uh, AMV. And I was watching this, and all of a sudden, just, just Broly out of nowhere, like, oh, it's like Broly's hanging around, and like the Dark Star Dragon is behind him, and then Broly just basically turns to SSJ4 and starts beating everyone up. It's like, what is this? I need to know. And then I found out Dragon Ball Heroes was the same. So it was insane. That's crazy. He looks fucking insane. It's it's just oh god, I I how is that even how is that even fair? <laughs> I feel like Broly not even Super Saiyan two like, and then I know there's that Super Saiyan three Broly thing, <laughs> but Super Saiyan four is like overkill. It's it really is overkill, and then you got Kale on Dragon Ball Super. And I think it it was, like, episode 102, 103, like, she, like, normally she goes into berserk mode and she can't control her power, but one of the more recent episodes, Kale managed to 
I think uh, that was 102. Yeah, like she's or 101 she, actually. Yeah, she she managed to control her power, and it's some. I think it's called like Ultimate Super Saiyan. I forget what was the exact name of her Super Saiyan form. And Vegeta also, um, Vegeta also states when he sees Kale go Super Saiyan, he says that that's like the true form of Super Saiyan. Which means that, like, the form that Goku and Vegeta use are not, like, the, the like, real form of Saiyan. Like, that crazy-ass berserk and, like, insane amount of power, that's what Super Saiyan's supposed to be. But I do also like when, um, Khalif attempts to go, like, Super Khalif. <laughs> yeah. And she gets, like, a brolic as shit and oh. Goku beats her up and he's like this is what you want to go for <laughs> and then turns Super Saiyan 2 I'm like oh my god Goku you're an asshole <laughs> and then she goes Super Saiyan 2 and he's like that's nice but can you go Super Saiyan 3 <laughs> like alright Goku we get it and then he turns to blue and it was like Goku what are you doing <laughs> this uh, poor girl never stood a chance uh, man Man, Goku's he, he he just he's such a show off. He's such a showbo. Like like he, like for example, him going uh Super Saiyan God or Super Saiyan Blue KO Ken times ten. Did you really need to do that? <laughs> the answer no, he didn't. Uh, Goku's just like, oh Vegeta, you thought you caught up, but can you go KO Ken? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Vegeta 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 tries so hard. Come on, at least like let the guy win for once. No. 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 Goku is Rorschach. No. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Andy. Um, so, um, so you, you built your ultimate roster. It sounds oh, yeah. badass. And within a week, I am now rank 40. Oh, <laughs> like, like worldwide or? No, 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 no. Like rank is like your level. Oh, okay. I was going to say, damn, so, son. Um, no, no. I I wasn't going that in. But uh yeah, I'm like rank forty. That's pretty awesome. Is um, that is that level cap or is it like a hundred or I've seen people at like two hundred, so I don't know what the fuck level cap is. That's crazy. Or if there is a level cap. But yeah, Doken Battle. This game is fun as hell. Nice. And how did, how enough, exactly does the gameplay mechanics work is it like so it's much like a board game it's it's like a board game and then when you get into battles um there's like rows of orbs and then you just like try to go in the path that has like the same color as like your character and if you get like a perfect which is like six in a row um your character does a super move so, like, for Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, he'll do, like, Big Bang Kamehameha. And these moves are usually, like, broken as shit and will more than likely kill the, the opponent. But it's, like, interesting because in the board game you can collect Dragon Balls. You can find, like, different items to, like, uh, help level up characters or, or help make their rank higher. So, like, get get, like, better versions of those characters. Um, like, right now, I'm trying to work on getting some, like, ultimate rank young Bulma. Because there's this... 
there's this, like, Young Bulma event going on where you can, like, do it really easily. So I'm working on that. Awesome. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of shit you could do in the game. I recommend you try it out. It's fun. It's free. Yeah. Kill some time. Hell yeah. Uh, that's not the first Dragon Ball mobile game, but is it your favorite uh, so far? Uh, it's actually my first encounter with a Dragon Ball mobile game. Okay. So, uh, I don't really pick up mobile games because I wind up, I tend to like play it for like a day and then I just like uninstall it because I don't play it anymore. But this is one of the games that I've been like addicted to lately. Nice, nice. Um, And is there a way to do like multiplayer or like fight against your friends? So, because like I'd be, I think it'd be really cool if like you, me, and Stan and Ryan can, uh, you know, pick it up and fight each other but i'm not sure exactly if that works in the game or after um after a certain rank after you get to a certain rank um you unlock a tournament mode and this tournament mode allows you to like be put up against other players awesome cool yeah but i don't know if you could do like like request pvp like if i can request to fight you or like the other way around so uh, i don't know how that works I mean, I'm not high enough rank to unlock it yet. I think that's 50. But, okay. yeah. All right, well, um, I guess we'll do some homework uh, research about that. Because I, I would love to build a team and fight you guys. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. It's it's really fun. And you get to put together your your fun uh, Dragon Ball Dream Team. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I have this weird-ass Yamcha. He's pretty strong, actually. Oh, really? But it's like, yeah, and it's like the pictures of him, like, giving that, like, fake laugh. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like if you see it, you'll know what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, okay. Is he missing a tooth but, in that? No, he he's, like, not showing his teeth. Oh, this one. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know where that's from. I, I feel like, it, isn't that during, like... Future I feel like it's arc, like or, 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 I feel or, like it's whenever, whenever he gets put in an awkward position. Okay, like, but yeah, this one specifically could be from like the Future Trunks arc. That's really cool. Like, I've never seen, I, I, I don't know, remember ever seeing him with hairstyles like that. Like, I always seen him with like a long hairstyle. That's interesting. I don't know. They have a lot of like interesting things. I really enjoyed that uh, Super Saiyan. Uh, to Gohan or Isan. That looks yeah, so dope. Yeah, the art is so nice. Does Akira Toriyama do all the art for this too? or uh... That I'm also not sure. Um, But like the art is really, really good. I like it. It's, it's really clean, really fresh. And I love it. Like the, um, the full power Frieza. It's like hard to explain, but he has like black lightning around him. What? It looks so sick. Yo. And I'm not like a fan of of full power Frieza. He's he just looks too like bulky, but like the black lightning around him looks what? so cool. That is so freaking cool. So the art alone is like one of the reasons I'm really into this game as well. They should release these as prints or like wall scrolls or something. Cause that would be really cool. Yo, I would I would totally grab this Frieza as a wall scroll because that is so freaking dope. 
But yeah, I, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's free, and um, since you start off and the event's going on, you get a fuck ton of free shit. Excellent. So, well, so check it out. Uh, a good picking up point. Uh, and um, so you get on iOS, Android, and how long is the event going on? There's no date. Um, from what I've read online, I think it's to the end of August. Oh, sweet. So you have you have like two weeks. Good stuff. So get get on to yeah. Dragon Ball fans. Get all those broken OP characters. Build your dream team. And if you want to tweet at us, tweet at us your dream team. Show them to us. And make me salty that you have Super Saiyan Rose Goku. <laughs> Black. Um, so with your lineup, uh, is that your ultimate dream team? Uh, or is there still... Oh, hell no. Alright, name, um, name I'm your definitely dream team. missing stuff from my dream team. So my dream team for this, for now, would probably be like uh, the Rose Goku Black, um, Super Saiyan 2 Gohan, Piccolo, Cooler. There's a um a character I'm trying to get. It's 17 and 18 and one like as one character. Oh, like few. It's both of them. No, no, no. Just like both of them. Okay. Like they share one character slot. Okay. And it looks really dope. Nice. So I really want that. And then um, Super Saiyan Blue Goku. Very cool. Uh, that's a party of five, six. You can make up to a party of eight. Okay. So how many characters did you just list off now? Uh, I think... I think six. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. I want Broly. Oh, no, it's a party of six. My mistake. Okay. Okay, so so far, I got Broly, Kale, uh, Hit, uh, uh, OP, Muscle-Bound, Master Roshi, um... Super Android 17. Uh, I don't know who's my last one, though. Uh, 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 let's go with... Uh, Goku Black. Just basic Goku Black? Oh, no. Uh, actually, no. Uh, Super Saiyan Rosé Goku Black. And there's also, like, Fusion Zamasu in here, too. Oh, really? Yo. Yeah. That's awesome. He looks so sick. I want it. It's really hard to get, though. Uh, but fuck it. Do it. Do it, Andy. I believe in you. I shall try. You will succeed. Well, but yeah. Yeah, well, thank you, Andy. That was really, really awesome. Thanks. Glad I can share with you guys. Hells, yeah. Pals. But yeah, um, that's the end of this episode. Woo! Really uh, short. Kind of, actually, still an hour long. Uh, we, we have we got this, Chris. Yeah, we got that. We have an uncanny ability to like stretch time and go on tangents. So even though it's just the two of us, uh, we clocked over an hour already. So so we got this. It's all. I good. feel like when it's you and when it's you and I, and we have extremely short episodes, which take us like twenty minutes. <laughs> it's like no, that's not happening. Nah, not on our watch. We got Dragon Ball and and Suicide Squad to talk about, and and Star Wars, Star Wars, Doomfist, Doomfist oh, Windu. Man. Oh yeah, Doom this Doom. has been a great episode. I love it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Um, 
You can find us on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash supernerdpals, Twitter at supernerdpals, Instagram, uh, Tumblr. You Google us, you find us. We are everywhere. Um, or this podcast, you can find it on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Am I missing one? Uh, Acast. Like um, and if there's any other uh, podcast players that, uh, that you use, uh, you can always upload our RSS feed uh, to your podcast player of choice, and you can automatically subscribe. Hell yeah. And if you enjoyed this episode or any of the topics we talked about or last week's episode or anime is weird, Dragon Chat, all of our spinoff podcasts, what you can do is you hop on over to iTunes and leave us a positive review and constructive feedback. Uh, the more positive reviews we get, uh, the better exposure we get on iTunes, the, the better the podcast is spread around. And we always want to make the show better. Uh, we always want to improve on it. So we do this all for you guys. We, we have a lot of fun doing it. And we always want to, uh, to do better. So let us know. Let us know your thoughts. And uh, we will always try to make the show better. Help us broaden the horizons. Help us bring all the podcasting empire dreams we to us like we just we want to we want to build it and 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 we want your help and we want to be with you every step of the way and and we just we love doing this for you guys hell yeah hell yeah so thank you and if you guys want to if you guys have any comments uh any topics you guys want us to to talk about on the show um you can always email us at pals at supernerdpals.com Hell yeah, um, we used to do listener questions uh, on earlier episodes, and we would love to do that again. So if there's anything you want us to talk about, just shoot us an email, and we'll be more than happy to address address it and answer it on the show. Yeah, for sure. But uh, until then, thank you guys for listening. Peace out, Cub Scout!